0: Everybody, welcome to episode sixty-three. Wrestling fans' insights first Tuesday night chaos, where we talk about the last week of AEW. And with me this week, we have Carlos. How's it going, brother? Good. It a
1: good week of good week of AEW wrestling. I'm excited. To talk
2: about yes, you. it was. And Brian, how you doing, brother? Doing good. And uh, AEW was so good. I can't wait to talk about it. Oh yes,
0: and. How can we forget we had the debut of AEW Collision, which I thought delivered really well.
2: Uh, What was your thoughts on this debut, Brian? So, you know, overall, um, the crowd was hot. We knew that was going to happen, right? Um, I'll be more interested to see what the crowd responds to Punk outside of Chicago, of course. Um, I thought they did a really good job. I thought CM Punk's promo was really good, but I don't think he did anything horrible, but he, you know, nodded at a couple things. And then I think the programming really was just, you know, solid and strong. My question is, are they going to be able to maintain that every Saturday night? Because that is a tough spot to maintain. But, man, I thought it was off to a really amazing start. And I love the stage and, you know, the the look of it. So really good program.
0: And I want to give a special shout-out to our Twitter friend at Year of the Violet, Doug, it's that, Suds. I think that was it. (laughs) He, He made that same point on if AEW can keep that same interest every Saturday night. It would be awesome. It was great because they used the right talent in the right town with not only CM Punk, but Sky Blue, who's starting to, in my eyes, get a little more rise in the ranks. She should have been AEW Women's World Champion, of course, because we all saw what happened on Dynamite the week before. But the only thing I would say was the drawback for Collision was the start of the program. And I know I said I don't like beating a dead horse, but I'm just over the CM Punk and Elite Drama. I hope this is finally going to be the last below we got to see them poke at each other. I doubt it. I just... I'm sorry, it's taken away, it's taken too much of the time for wrestling fans and the wrestling program. It's time to move on, but Carlos, how, how did Collision come off for you? So are we going to talk about all
1: Collision right now? Is that what we're doing?
0: Well, or? just Collision in general.
1: Um, I thought it was, so I worked myself into a shoot, because I, again, I was, I, was, I, was, I was looking for there to be a big debut, and I feel like that's, and it, wasn't, it didn't necessarily need to be Mercedes, but I feel like that's the one thing that kind of was missing. Like if I was Tony Khan, um, I feel like there should have been a debut and there also should have been some build up for Forbidden Door. Like I feel like that was the one thing that was kind of missing. Like, a, you know, Forbidden Door is only a week away and I feel like there should have been some matches built there. Um, but I thought it was good. I mean, CM Punk with his promo hooked me in right away. Um, but again, I, I, well, we can talk about it more. I think it's a good thing. Um, for me, I, I just I think they should have just not announced some of the matches. They should, like, if you're not going to have any surprise debuts, then you should have maybe just kept some of the matches to a surprise because you already had CM Punk there to um, to kind of to sell the card as it is. But I do think with Saturday, I do think it kind of felt like a pay per view, and I think going forward, they 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 need to make it feel like a pay per view every week almost to kind of keep the crowd.
0: Again, to the point of Doug and Brian, you know. Yeah keeping that interest on Saturday nights is going to be really tough, especially for it being a two hour program that, I mean, for me, I, I would have swapped things around. I would make collision being a two hour event on a Friday and put rampages one hour for a Saturday because your attention span on Saturday is not in in my opinion. I would
1: would have it on a Thursday, but I know, I know Tony Khan doesn't want to, I know Tony Khan doesn't want to go head to head with the NFL, but he's going to anyways because they're gonna uh, they're gonna my, be on Saturdays. So you might uh, as well
0: just
2: put it on Thursdays. My, my also, problem, oh sorry, my, go ahead.
0: My problem wouldn't be so much NFL, but if you want to keep the relationship with impact, I would just leave it alone and not put it on Thursday. If yes. anything, I would just like I said, Saturday's not your big attention span because Usually not everybody's going to be home on a Saturday night. I'm sorry. It it is what it is. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just like when they had WCW Saturday night, they tried to make that a two-hour, didn't work. One hour was sufficient, you know. I just, I don't know. To me, I would flip-flop it. I would make your two-hour event Friday and the one hour on Saturday the only key point on having the one hour on Friday is, of course, you know, you got SmackDown. So, I don't know. It It is what it is. You could also maybe change Rampage to maybe a Ring of Honor event and get a little showing TV-wise for that.
1: But they don't want Ring of Honor. That's the thing. It's like, if they, if they wanted it to be Ring of Honor, it would be Ring of Honor. They don't want that. So, again, it's like, it's to me, like uh, it, the thing that I, I feel like people forget, like, again, like, when we were, when, when not, when, Growing up as kids, like Friday and Saturday nights used to be the biggest nights of TV. Dallas was on Fridays, that was like the hugest ratings thing. And, and like on Saturdays, was Golden Girls, like there was those were like the one, two of the biggest shows on TV. So it's like there, there is, I think, nothing venture, nothing game. Like, why not go for it? Because there is an audience. I mean, college football draws on a Saturday, so why can't wrestling?
0: Well, wrestling can be, but again, it's the attention span because people tend to go out and party or do whatever. They have their family events, especially during the summer. You know, like Brian said, it's going to be hard to keep that that interest in there. It's. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Go ahead. Two two hours, you know, for wrestling for a hardcore wrestling fan like us, that's not that bad. But if you're looking to get more people, more eyes on product, Saturday nights is not the right night. I'm sorry, it just isn't.
1: I agree. To me, like, but again, I I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was just
2: gonna say. I think also trying to compete with like um, the pay per view and the UFC fights and everything. You know, maintaining to your guys's point is there. Um, I don't know how the logistics too, because I know it's tough on the companies when they travel back to back. And have to do takedown setup, travel to the next town. So I think you would have to make your stops like a lot quicker if you were to do multiple nights in a row.
0: Well, and let's also look at college football too, when that comes into play. That's going to hurt collision big time. Yeah, don't you, don't you all talk at once. So
1: <laughs> no, again, if, if I if I if I was Tony Khan, I mean, again, because I because I I know before I, the thing is they, they, he didn't want to go on. He didn't want to go against um he didn't want to go against um against NFL, so that's why he didn't want to do Thursdays. But now he is going against the NFL because of Saturdays. To me, like I would I would I would move dynamite to Tuesdays and I would move and I would move um and I fuck NXT. I, I would go, I, I would go ahead I would and I would move dynamite to Tuesdays and I would move and I would move um collision to Thursdays. I do Tuesday Thursdays.
0: <laughs> Did you say fuck NXT? Yeah. Oh,
1: i love nxt but i love nxt don't get me wrong but at the same time like i wouldn't be i wouldn't be afraid to go head to head with them is what i'm saying i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't shy away from going head to head to them that's what i'm i love nxt again they i like the nxt brand but what i mean by that is i wouldn't i wouldn't shy away from going head to head you eventually you got to go for something and again they might be in a holding pattern because let's say if, if if usa network buys smackdown back and it goes back to tuesdays and maybe they probably would switch it to Fridays. But I'm with you too. I would would rather see if anything collision on Fridays from like 9 to 11. And like you said, put Rampage on Saturdays.
0: Yeah, I mean for me, AEW needs that developmental program like WWE. NXT is the developmental program. I would I'm sorry. I I would think it would be better to give that to Ring of Honor. And like Mm -hmm. Carlos says, you know, fuck. They got this mindset of saying now it's Ring of Honor, but You got to get that product exposed, and that's the one thing WWE got right. They took NXT off of the network exclusive show and put it on the cable television, and it's worked really well for them. I think this is a move that Tony Khan really needs to strongly consider. Get more eyes on the Ring of Honor product if he wants to keep it going and keep doing pay-per-views for that. I
1: mean, to me, if I was them, I I would put the Ring of Honor title on CM Punk. You know, that's what I would do. And, you know, and to me, like, cause they, cause they film it on the same day. And then if, if you have him, if you have him champion, if you have him going, being on Ring of Honor and let's say all of a sudden Ring of Honor is getting a hundred, let's say they're getting 50,000, hundred thousand subscriptions, then you make it more of a product that Max might want to put <clears> on their streaming <throat> thing, you know?
2: Another, um, point I just thought of that I kind of wanted to bring into this as well. Um, you know, we don't know what the network wanted as well, cause they're the ones paying exactly. the bills, no, right? So. Yeah. So they and I know Saturday nights is not a draw so they're probably like yeah wrestling fans will watch it we got a low spot here can you guys fill that so that probably was a factor as well Now then I'm sitting here reflecting on it
0: well and don't get me wrong wrestling will always draw good ratings it could uh-huh. be even the crappiest promotions still draw a good rating like i said my main worry is when college football comes into play once that season starts it Collision's gonna hit a really hard downfall. I don't. I don't care what teams are playing. College football has been really big in this country the last few years. Oh, it's yeah. even getting to the point where I think you're having more college diehard fans than NFL diehard fans these days.
2: Yeah, um, I actually I kind of want to throw a question to you guys on collision. That um, are they? Building towards a natural brand split in AW without purposely doing it because Punk coming out with the what we assume is the title in that bet mystery bag of his, saying it he was never a lost title. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he never pulled the title out of the bag, but, right? he, but, but he
1: said he said it was that he, he said as dog collars, the dog collars. Because I didn't, I, I won the dog collar match. No, nope, yeah. that's what he said and it was the dog collars.
2: Oh no so, are they building to, I mean, they already got the roster split. Are they building to a natural brand split? I, is that just. You know, like what Raw and SmackDown really wanted to be without the crisscross, but is AEW actually doing that in there, either on purpose or not, you know?
0: I'm going to play Devil that we could on that one. Yeah. While I think they possibly could be doing that, I just don't think, and I know a lot of people say, Tony Khan has too much talent, which he probably does. I just don't think you have enough in roster to do a split like WWE. I just don't think there will be strong enough interest for it. Okay,
2: Carlos, what do you think? You think they're going there?
1: Well, like again, if you, I don't know if you saw my post, but there was like a thing I found where you could do a brand split, and I and I did it. I, I did a brand split based on what I would do. Um, I think I think you should. I mean, I think that's you know, I think I don't trust Tony Khan's booking, and so I I feel like you know. Um, I just think like if he if he had a thing where he's like okay we're going to do this for the next year and this is going to be this people are going to be on this brand and that people are going to be on that brand like I think it'd be smart like like I said on my thing if, like, again if I was playing GM I would totally do a brand split like that's why I said I would put this, I'd put the Ring of Honor title more on on um, on Collision I would still call it AEW but it's just a way to kind of build that brand too um, yeah. yeah and like and for me. Like I was like having more lucha guys on on collision with with the because you're because you're gonna blend in with Ring of Honor and then I'd have Dynamite be more of the regular the regular wrestlers and you know New Japan stars but yeah I think I think nothing ventured nothing gained. I think they should go for it and see what they can do because they do they have a big roster like you know like they have a huge roster and I think you know like enabling it more you know and again you know like, enabling more like I think you know to counteract college football I'd have two women's matches you know go after the hot girls you know um that's what i do but again i i think 19 adventure nothing nothing gain i think they have a, they have enough talent to do it but it's just about having to be more creative and having to really stick to your guns because i feel like you know as soon as ratings would start dropping all oh, this we got to bring so-and-so on this show like no you got to just kind of let it play out and see what you can do but i don't think he's going yeah. towards that but i think he should be absolutely yeah but at the same time though, i feel you're... like it's good
2: oh sorry um no go ahead finish your thought sorry
1: I feel like, and I, and I feel like right now, I, I think my whole big thing, like right here, is I. I feel like Tony Khan just needs to man up, and, and it shouldn't just be like these are all the problem kids. Like it feels like he needs to just it needs to be more of, I'm the boss. You're gonna wrestle where I tell you to, or you're not gonna have a. Job. I just like there's, they need he needs to get away from the storyline of because it almost feels like you don't have control of your company, so you're gonna put all these other guys that you couldn't book because they didn't want your storylines. I just it needs to come off in a way where it feels like he has control of, of his of his of his people too. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well the talent yeah. has too much freedom is the problem. Exactly, yes. Right. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. I mean, okay. at first it wasn't so bad, but now it's gotten to the point where we had that incident with punk and the elite mm-hmm. back in uh September. I can't remember which event that was. Well it was
1: uh, it was I, all um I, all out all out.
0: All out, yes, thank you. And you right. know, that's I think that's what eventually was the downfall was it finally came back and kicked AEW right in the ass when that when that unfortunate event took place. I I don't know. I I understand Carlos's point. Like I said, Tony Khan has a lot of talent. I just don't know if it's strong enough to have brand split. I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. seeing it like Carlos has mentioned. I just don't think they'll be able to keep up with it unless he looks at finally getting a creative and booking team. If he can't get that, then I don't see it lasting very long.
1: Yeah. Cause he doesn't, he hasn't, he hasn't shown like, like he doesn't, he doesn't, he hasn't shown like this ability to pivot like enough, like, like he, like he did, like he did pivot where he put the tiles on the acclaim and that was a smart move. Cause I don't think they were ever supposed to be tag champions, but he looked at what the crowd wanted. Like, for example, like, like I, I have no interest in seeing Swerve and Keith Lee fight anymore, you know? And and he and he lost that because he didn't he didn't get it fast enough and he was waiting for the pay per view to happen and now it's like it's why momentum. I could give two shits about seeing that match anymore. Um, you know, where it's like he had them involved with Rick Ross, he had this big thing going. Like he needs to just he needs to start trusting people and like building that creative team and it's like and that's where I like to see him, like nothing mentioned, nothing game. Like like let somebody else run rampant like run collision and see if they can keep the ratings going and let it be instead of beating your own ego. And for me, like as far as like as all in all out the bra goes i don't feel like i should be cm punk apologizing i feel like it should be tony khan apologizing because well, as soon as that should happen he should have been he should have grabbed the mic out of CM Punk's hands and go, we're not having this so he's lost, you know he just looks like a little bitch you know and like and that's to me like again if you and again if you can't get your employees to come to work and like you know where murals was sitting now because he didn't want creative but now you have this new show so now you're getting these guys back like it all falls on him. Like, he should be having better control of his talent, you know, and these guys should be coming to work, and that's where he needs to not be afraid to let somebody go and, let, you know, just let him sit at home for a year. Or like, talent has too much control, and he needs to be the one controlling the ship. And to me, he needs to be the one apologizing because that, that event should never happen. And, he, and, and, again, I feel like he was the one that fired Cole Cabana, kind of was trying to get rid of Cole Cabana to make CM Punk happy. I don't think CM Punk ever asked for that. But Tony Khan was just trying to make him happy, and he made a mistake, and now he's having a to pivot. Tony Khan's the one that needs to get control of this company. He's the one that needs to be apologizing to his roster, in my opinion.
0: So should yeah. they? Should we have uh, Tony Khan go out there and acknowledge the fans, then saying he made his mistake?
1: Yeah, you know, but I should I should have <laughs> cut off CM Punk. You know, I should yeah I should have I should have cu- cut off CM Punk's mic. I should have had control of this. I then again, I shouldn't have media pros and more to, to 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 you know to pad my own ego. You know, it's like because they're fake anyways. He doesn't want to answer any of the important questions. Knock that shit off, dude. Like fuck. It's just like you know, it's like it's just it's just you know, clean clean up your mess. Like you know, if you allowing this to happen was you know too. Like he's the one that needs to get better control of his, of his talent. And if these guys don't work with each other, there's money. I'm the one paying you. You're gonna do this, damn it. And like it's like my gosh.
0: All right. Now that we've finally got Carlos riled up,
2: (laughs) Uh, Brian, did you have any more thoughts? Yeah. The only thought um, was, you know, sometimes you end up held hostage in your own company. Right. Exactly. You need certain talent to get recognized, to get airtime. And um, it's weird because, you know, I don't want him to be Vince, but I also, you know, it's like there's a happy medium between Vince and Tony. Right. Like I would love to work for a guy like Tony. And I think, you know, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And I think that's kind of the route he goes with where Vince is very much pound the fist on the table, you know, and, you know, but that's why, you know, he's been doing it a lot longer and it's his way or the highway, or you're not making a name for yourself under, you know, unless Vince says so for a long time. So, um, you know, I don't want to see Tony get held hostage in his own company. So, you know, hopefully those conversations happen behind the scenes that allows them to reaffirm, you know, who's driving this behind the scenes.
0: Without a doubt. So uh, I know uh, I said we were going to wrap it up with collision, but uh, Carlos, how, how, what's your feeling on Luchasaurus becoming the new TNT champion?
1: <laughs> I'm so mad because, like, like right when I'm feeling Wardlow again, like, dude, like, so let's talk about collision. So let's talk. So like to me, like, you built this momentum back. Like, why'd you take the title off Hobbs in the first place to give it back to Wardlow? If you're going to just put on Lichasaurus, like, again, I, I do like the aspect of Brian Cage, of, 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 of Christian Cage acting like he's the champion. I think that's funny. But at the same time, like, it should have just never happened. Like, there's just, I, I'm so mad. Like, to me, like, you had, we had Wardlow squash MJF last year, okay? Like, Wardlow beat MJF in a squash match. The only match Wardlow should have lost to up to being world champion was well, the one person that he put over to 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 end his reign to be television champion, TT champion, that he should have went straight to being the world champion AEW champion. They have fumbled the the bag so bad on Wardlow. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like the dude is like such money. I mean, I could just see Vince drooling every time he sees Borler on come out to the ring. And you're doing this to somebody who to you know WWE would like love to have in a heartbeat. Again, just no. I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the whole Christian, you know, acting like he's champion when, war, when it's Lugia Source, but no, no. Warlow shouldn't be being beat, but he sh- again, he should, he, Warlow should be right now the, whatever it is that he should be, he should be like the longest running TNT champion in history. The only person he should have lost to was the guy he was going to put over and he should be, and he should have went straight to a world title program. I didn't like it at all.
0: All right. Why don't we move on to dynamite? Um, I thought oh, just he... real quick, I, I want to. I, I do want to shout out
1: kudos to Andrade for using the figure eight finish on Buddy Matthews again. Like to me, like that's one thing I do love about AEW is we're re- like rewarding my fandom by by not by mm. not acting like I don't watch both 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 programs. And again, I love him using Charlotte's finisher to win the match again. That was that was a kiss me moment. Thank you.
2: It, it, real quick, um, I know we want to move ahead. Wardlow and Luchasaurus I just want to comment on this because I agree with Carlos the um, you know they had a very Batista like build for him ready and it's ended up being Ryback you know and I just I feel like the best thing that he might want to do is consider going to WWE at this point because um, or like you guys mentioned he they should have had like this Jade Cargill type build with that TNT title so that's all I wanted to say on it but we can move ahead Mm -hmm.
0: All right, why well, don't we go to Dynamite now?
1: <laughs> oh, wait, so, hold on. One more just One more
0: thing. Jesus, Carlos. <laughs> uh, MJF, Adam Cole, I thought they had one hell of a match going to a time limit draw. I mean, of the two other time limit draws we've had before, I thought this one was the best one. Yeah, and we lost Carlos.
1: <laughs> I'm here.
0: Okay, well, you popped oh, down pop back okay, so- you know? MJF Adam Cole, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. MJF Adam Cole. I thought that was one of the best time limit draw matches we've had, and I believe with the two that we've had on uh, Brian Danielson. What was your guys' thoughts to that? Yeah, I thought it was. So I thought super, it was a really
2: uh, Oh, I th- I thought it was a solid match. I love the uh, the ending. And I'm excited to kind of see what more they're going to do because you know it's going to be more future work. So absolutely,
1: I thought it was a good match. Again, I, I want to give I want to give a shout out to MGF for actually doing a table spot well for AEW talent because I feel like I feel like the last like like table spots that AEW done like the person's either missed or. Like, they've not done it. MJF, like, executed it perfectly coming off off the ring. Like, again, kudos to him for. Um, and again, I find like, I like Bryce Edwards finally stepping up and stopping MJF from using the diamond ring and, you know, stuff like that. Like, again, it was just fun. Like, we all, like, again, like, like, kudos for, like, finally giving the referees a brain there. And I, and again, like, I just love the whole match. Again, like, I agree. It was, like, a good time limit because didn't, you didn't realize it was going to go to a time limit draw until so it actually happened, especially with the card that they had mentioned. So it was a nice surprise. And again, it was just really good. It was just really good storytelling. And, and, and then again, and then like, you know, like MGF refusing to go another five minutes. It was just really well done. And again, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with this in the future. It was really well done. Kudos.
0: And I mentioned it in Collision where uh, we saw the AEW Women's World Championship on the line, Tony Storm retaining over Sky Blue. And I thought they had a better match than what a lot of people have been. Uh, criticizing that for, I thought Sky Blue. This was one of her better performances on her own. Obviously, she should have been the champion, but of course, referee was distracted in another direction. But what was your guys's, uh, Brian? What let's go to you first. What do you think of Sky Blue's performance in this?
2: You know, I thought she did uh really well. Um, I wanted to kind of make this point about her. Um, because when I went to the um, house show a while back sky blue uh, Blue was on that card in Ohio. And um, she was really over with the crowd that, you know, obviously wasn't a mainstream TV crowd. And I, it kind of got my attention more drawn to her. And then I'm not surprised that I'm now seeing her in more of the title contention matches. Um, So I actually am kind of like, okay, she was definitely being developed kind of and hidden behind the scenes and tested out on the indie shows. So I wasn't really surprised because I just felt like she was kind of hidden a little bit under all this other talent.
0: Carlos?
1: I, I put it on Twitter that same night I was like Sky Blues won me over like again because I don't I don't like the way she was booked at first because she'd always would just lose and so it's like I don't really have I don't really have interest in seeing somebody who always loses all the time you know like because she'll put on good matches but it really it wouldn't make sense because she was getting all these like world title matches and stuff like that and all these opportunities but she never really won a match and again I got I got the fact that she could put on a good match like she even gave Jade like she would gave she gave Jay Carter her best match too. Um, you know, back in the day for the TBS championship. But Sky Blue's won me over. Like, I'm a big fan of hers. Like, she's a, she has a really good – she does a really good job at selling. She's really talented. I can see her eventually being like a Becky Lynch for them. Um, but my whole thing, like I said, is like, I would, if I was them, I would put the Ring of Honor Women's title on, on Sky Blue and let her try to carry that brand. And I would bring Athena back in to be with the outcasts, you know, and kind of feed with them and be one of the outsiders. That's what I would do with her. But, no, she definitely won me over.
0: I, I would say my only criticism of that entire match was I don't think they got enough time for what it was. I I felt like they just needed a few more minutes, and I think the match would have been a lot better than what a lot of the IWC has criticized it for. Uh, but let's go to the main event of that night. Uh, Hangman and the Bucks, I guess you call them the Hung Bucks, or Hang Bucks, or whatever they called them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I you know, like... Why not just call him the Elite for crime? I'm not
1: complaining about the name. <laughs> like, of course not. <laughs> uh,
0: you're uh, defeating the Blackpool Combat Club, but we got some surprises thereafter. We see uh, Takesh to come out, you know, try to help the Blackpool Combat Club, try to get, overpower him, but uh, actually before that, Eddie Kingston came down, which was a little interesting. He goes right after Claudio and Wheeler, but only goes in a shoving war with Mox, but then we get Takesh to come out, do the attack behind Eddie. Then we see Kenny Omega come out. Unfortunately for Kenny, Will Osprey now comes back and throws in his two cents. It, it was just, it was a little all over the place, but it was exciting at the same time. Uh, but Carlos, how did you uh, take all that in?
1: Um, I don't like I don't like Eddie Kingston getting involved with this feud. Um, I get that I get that he is going to probably be the main event of Claudio. Probably he'll probably maybe fight Claudio for the Ring of Honor title. But I just I don't I feel like it's just, it's adding another element into this to this feud that I really don't need to see right now. So I didn't really like that. I didn't I didn't like Eddie Kingston popping in there. Like what the heck was the point of that? You know, like I just. Cause I I don't know I, I don't want to see Eddie Kingston and Moxie fight I kind of like the third friends I just I didn't really like Eddie Kingston's involvement in it um uh, give me give me Kota Abushi that's what I want to see coming in his way here um and again to me like my one thing too is I don't really quick cause I, I feel like I wish Wheeler Yuta was getting the next Sonata and not Jungle Boy because you had you had Wheeler Yuta beat beat um Kenny Omega in the main event and then you're not going to capitalize on that that makes no sense to me. Again, it was it was kind of cool and having having Will Ocean Spray as my friend as my friend calls him, <laughs> um, you know, show up there, you know, um, you know. Um, I thought that was kind of cool, you know. Like, um, I again, it was a nice surprise, but I just kind of felt like a clusterfuck in a way. I guess I don't know. I, I guess I again, I just feel like I didn't really like Eddie Kingston being involved in. It. They kind of just threw me off for a bit.
2: Brian, yeah. Um... I'm going to kind of keep that same narrative. It was a little over the top as I called it. Right. It um, you know, I think they were going for the, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. Moment, you know, the run-ins. Right. And um, but to the point, it was kind of like Eddie was just like, Oh, Hey, everyone, Eddie Kingston. And then they went on with everything else. Um, You know, I know they have been doing this feud for a while between these two entities. Um, and I just, I did feel like it was a little crazy and over the top, but I mean, I didn't hate it, but I also wasn't like, oh my gosh, you guys got to see this. Did you see what happened tonight? So that's my take.
0: I'm going to go ahead and move on to Rampage. Unless- well, Car- just real
1: quick, the yeah. eight-man tag, eight-man tag to me was the best match of, of the show.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. lordy, I didn't think so, but that's me. Yeah, yeah, Brian
1: Cage playing how much this thing. Man. I, thought, I just thought oh, it was very dude. entertaining. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So again, those anytime Sting wrestles, we gotta give homage to that. I, I again I I as a again, this is wrestling fan insight, right? So you want my perspective, don't you? Or are we are I mean, come on now. I
0: we're also I just, I, we're also kind of on a time limit. Thank you. I know. You. No
1: I, I just thought I just thought it was a very entertaining match. So again, kudos to them. I just thought it was really done well done well.
0: Going on speaking of the entertainment aspect, because I'm trying to get into Rampage. Um we saw The Briscoes, Mark and Papa (laughs) Briscoe, team up with Ref Aubrey going against, you know, the Karen and Jeff Jarrett up and as well as Jay Lethal. And I thought that was, I mean, it obviously wasn't going to be a technical wrestling match, but it was a very entertaining one. We get to see Ref Aubrey take a swing at Jay Lethal with the guitar. I was really hoping she's going to whack Karen with it, honestly, but Jay Lethal works. How how do you uh, like that match, Carlos?
1: I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, because at first I was like mad, like Pop up Briscoe, like really, like like you're gonna bring this guy in up to get for you with these guys, but it's like um, to me, like again, I just I really was entertained by the match. I thought it was great. Like, I love me some Karen Jarrett back from her TNA days. She plays. She just plays a bitch really, really well.
2: Oh, Brian. Well, yeah, I'll be quick, because um, Rampage, I only I only caught highlights of it, Um, because Rampage has kind of become my AEW NXT, where, you know, sometimes I'll catch if it's convenient, but, you know, it's kind of become that not must-see TV, unless, you know, I'm just finishing up SmackDown and kind of rolling into it. So um, there was nothing that really stuck out to me that said, oh, yeah, I got to see that tonight.
0: Oh, sorry, Carlos, you cut out, I guess we thought you were done, so.
1: Yeah, I guess I am.
0: <laughs> but
1: uh, <laughs> what did i cut out at damn i like, see it
0: no, i guess it's no, july already no like you went silent i'm like oh Brian, oh. so <laughs> gotta love internet these days uh, right but i thought the rest of rampage was pretty good as far as you know united empire defeating chaos Ty of valkyrie is kind of Rebuilding back toward the TBS Championship, but I don't think it's coming off Chris Statlander anytime soon. But the really killer match of that night was watching. Uh, shout out to Smack Raw. Is it the Smack Raw pod that calls him take a shit?
1: Take a shit, yeah. Smack and raw. <laughs> yeah, raw, yeah.
0: Smack, raw. smack raw, yeah. Take a shit. A defeat, having a great match, defeating Bandito. Those two put on one hell of a match for Friday night.
1: Like, to me, like, honestly, to me, like, and again, just if I'm putting like that match should have been on dynamite, and then, like, I would have had the Warlow Jack Hager match on Rampage.
0: <laughs> so, well, I guess my question is was Rampage filmed or recorded at dynamite?
1: Yeah, there, so they oh, okay. so going, going forward, Rampage is Rampage is filled with dynamite, and then and then they're going to be filming Ring of Honor with Collision.
0: Okay, that's what I was trying to figure okay. out. there. I didn't know that, so thank you. Yeah, I didn't either. I wasn't. Oh, you guys
1: know. So no. I it's one of those things where I'm I'm grateful, like that. I got I'm grateful that I got to go watch Dynamite when I did, because you know I I, I still got to see like them filming, you know, Dark Elevation and then Rampage afterwards. So I feel like I feel like I really and I only paid ninety dollars for my ticket, to so now they're charging like five hundred. So I feel like blessed that like I got to like enjoy something before it got. got taken away so i feel like i got to be like in the glory days because you got to see all that wrestling you don't get to see anymore so yeah they filmed they filmed rampage and dynamite together
0: all right do you guys have any final thoughts on this week's aew programming we'll start with
2: brian yeah mine's um pretty simple i i felt like they definitely focused very heavily on collision as they should have right to get the eyes drawn and they had the hook with punk But they told good stories, good matches, but they also didn't forget about Dynamite. And I got to applaud AEW for that because it's very easy when something's already up and going and running to say, oh, well, this is my focus. I'm going to go that way. But they really didn't abandon their other main programming. So kudos to them on that. And that was kind of my overall thoughts. But it was a great week to watch both shows. Carlos?
1: So here's my thing about dying. Like, I really enjoy AEW right now, but when I watch AEW, I feel like I'm. I, and again, I I love it over WWE, but like I feel like I'm watching like a real life Toy Story in 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 real life. Like I feel like you're seeing like you know like you're seeing Tony Khan want to play with all his new toys some sometimes okay. and he's thinking about the old ones. And I what I mean by that like even like for Rampage, like seeing like um like seeing keep seeing like Chuck and, and you know, seeing best friends lose over and over again really saddens me. And, like, seeing, like, where the tag team division is with, with Dynamite. Because, honestly, like, the tag team division was what really got me watching Dynamite at first. And I feel like it's kind of getting lost in the shuffle mm-hmm. of Tony Khan trying to, like, get his, all his new toys aligned and trying to, like, play those new toys. But, again, I was entertained by it all. And, again, I, I'm just looking in the future for him to kind of just not losing track of what got them to the dance in the first place. And kind of seeing those the guys that were there in the beginning, but besides the Elite you know, still getting their shine and kind of getting more of a bounce there. But again, it was a really well done week for AEW and they, again, they, with the talent they have, I would expect nothing less.
0: Well, Carlos, you have a friend in me. So, you know,
1: thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we I'm sorry. But isn't
1: that was that a, good, a little good analogy. Like, I feel like it is like a real life toy story in, in my evolving in my face.
0: Yeah, It is. So, um why don't we go right to our top 10 there and carlos will uh, have start with you 10 to 1
1: so my number 10 for me was the briscoes and aubrey um number nine was sky blue number eight was bandito number five was take a shit <laughs> number six was wardlow number five was adam cole number four was mjf um number three was the eight-man tag again i really loved it um Number two was Betty Matthews
0: and Andrade, and number one was CM Punk. All right, Brian,
2: did you want to take a stab at her? You want me to go ahead? Oh uh, no, I'll do. Can I do my one number one? My Shucky Shucky Quack Quack. I gotta think of a better name, but <laughs> um, my number one, is CM Punk. He, you know, could tell one. Kudos to him. He looked healthy. He looked healthy. He looked really good compared to when we seen him last time, and. Get a little um, bit I of also a muffin. like the Get a little fact of a that he <laughs> did. I like the fact that he didn't, I like the fact that he didn't um, you know, he stayed within the lines and he knows that he's kind of on a, you know, a little bit of a leash, so to speak. But um, I also like the fact that he was professional and he, you know, got his points in there, but um, I just say kudos to him. He didn't go into business for himself and I felt like he really was trying to put, you know, the AEW collision brand on the, on his back a little bit. So kudos to him.
0: You're right with me going in my top 10, number 10, I put in uh androdi L. Welcome back. Uh, my number nine house of black. I thought they uh, are throwing in some intriguing ideas that maybe we're going to see them go up against the, I can't remember the name of the faction. Uh, La faction, or whatever. Yes, thank you. I think we're going to end up seeing that as a maybe a. Possible are you, are you
1: sure? Are you sure Andrade is not going to be a face though? Because I thought I thought it was interesting that that um that Jose didn't come with Andrade to the ring.
0: Now, I don't know if that matters or not, but I don't think he really necessarily left the group entirely either. But good point there that we didn't see Jose the assistant there. Um, my number eight went to CM Punk and FTR. Number seven, ref Aubrey Edwards. Number six, Papa Mark Briscoe. Number five, Miro. Welcome back. Number four, United Empire. Number three went to Sky Blue. Number two, the new TNT champion, Luchasaurus. Yeah, my number one went to Adam Cole and MJF. And before we go, did you, uh, Carlos, do you have any shout outs you want to give?
1: Yeah, let me shout out just some Twitter friends: Sarah Execution eighty four, Infraeded Ralph, um, Eric. Um, again, shout out to um, we laugh, we learn. Uh, That's a podcast that would support us. And again, the Distinguished Gentleman podcast, um, and then just all our friends on Twitter. You know, we enjoy the interactions, and thank you all for your support.
2: Brian. Yeah. Um... You know, I will mirror what he said with everybody on Twitter and just that makes the IWC great for us on the positive side. And I'm just going to this week shout out our um, stable mates, Will and Heather, and, you know, I hope you guys are good and feeling good and, you know, can't wait to get you guys all back on the same channel with us.
0: All right. And I want to give a shout out again to uh, Is This a Bad Take podcast, Two Dudes Sports News, at Fan in the Van. Also, Austin Boyer with The Wrestling World thank you guys for all the support you give us on Twitter by retweeting our podcast episodes out there. Same with, uh, at Sage Dup, who's always done a wonderful job with us at Carol Bucks, Carolina. Thank you for always retweeting our episodes out there. Yeah. More importantly, uh, some of our newer members, I want to give a shout out to, uh, Keevan there. And I want to say, uh, Libby Montana, he's listening to us each and every week. And, New member to our chat group Doug's It's that uh, Doug Suds I can't remember what the full name is But he goes by At Year of the Violet on Twitter So with that being
1: teach
0: said him how to Teach him how to Dougie Yeah teach him how to Dougie <laughs> With that being said Thank you everyone for tuning in to our debut Of the Tuesday Night Chaos We'll be back again next Sunday With the uh, Wrestling Fans Insights WWE Rebound